0: the Church of Iron Worship Freaks. That was my demon voice. I gotta work on that one. We'll report back next week. How you doing? Thanks for being here. The best day of the week, Sabbath Sunday. The Sabbath Sunday Iron Worship podcast starts now, live, on Zoom, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Crypt of Pittsburgh awakens with Sabbath Sunday Iron Worship. I get everyone up early to talk to about black Sabbath and weightlifting and those brave enough to join in on the conversation. Come on in. We'd love to have you. All you got to do is sign up for the lifting dead army. Join it. It's our community of fit misfits. The sweetest online gym of all time, tons of other stuff, exclusive video content, crazy video content. I may add, uh, really ridiculous That's part of the reason why it's exclusive is because we might get kicked off youtube if it's public or uh heavily discriminated against against pc hippies just kidding um anyway yeah check all that out patron links below uh we'd love we love your support we love you we try our very best to give back to the community that supports us and this is one of the ways we do it is to spread the good word through the music of sabbath and the philosophy of iron worship so thanks for that we got plenty of new stuff coming out so always be sure to check in on us we're uh, polluting your instagram feed every day at least three times a day already so if you're not sick of us thank you and if you are well we love you anyway and we don't know what to tell you today we'll be hanging out at black forge coffee shop in pittsburgh pennsylvania Uh, If any of you freaks are local, come hang out with us. We'll have our stuff set up, uh, drink some coffee, uh, challenge me to a shot of espresso contest. I might just have to accept. Anyway, it's 8.30. I'm getting the freaks in here, and we're going to talk about the end, 13. Black Sabbath's final album with Ozzy, and their final album ever. We got them coming in. Mikey and Ashley are in the house. What's up, my friends? Looking good. You look like you guys were up taking shots of Jack Daniels last night.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about. I miss those days. I was just up. Gorak, can you hear me all the way from the future?
2: There we go. I think I got my stuff sorted out.
0: There's Joe Smith. What's up, man? Ninja, Ninja fucking warrior. Right. Right. Silver, <laughs> Silver metal ninja warrior of Nebraska, bro. How'd that go? Tell me about it.
2: Yeah, uh, wall one, it went really well. I, I mean, I got Honestly. second place, yeah, so should, I mean, for second that right
0: around here. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it, it was different. I, I didn't know exactly. Well, one, I didn't know what the hell I was doing because I'd never uh touched any of that equipment or anything like that before. Cool. So going into something like that kind of blind and they don't let you put your hands on the course or anything like that, uh, beforehand. So you don't really know, uh, I guess if you've done it before you would know what you're doing, but like me going into it, I was just like, all right, let's fucking rock and roll. Let's just not fall over. So yeah, but it was, it was cool. Like the only thing that really hurt afterwards were my elbows.
0: From what do you
2: think? Uh, I think it was probably just a combination of a lot of like the hanging and the swinging. Like I'm used to working out on a pull-up bar, which is stationary and I can swing and do things like that on that. But when the bar that you're on also swings and you have to use total body momentum to get flowing, I don't know. It was just different. so.
0: That's awesome. How big was the course? I mean, I've seen the, we see all seen the show Ninja Warrior, like how, right. similar, how similar to that is that?
2: It was much smaller because it took place in like a, like a gymnastics gym. So it kind of like was a zigzaggy uh, little course. Uh, they gave you like three and a half minutes to finish. Um, and I mean, it probably took like maybe two minutes to get all the way like through But I feel like I could have done it a little bit faster with, in hindsight, everything is hindsight when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's like when you fail an obstacle, you get an opportunity to redo it once. And then if you try to redo it again, they give you a time penalty, whatever. But um, it was just kind of one of those things where had I done it before, I really feel like I could have, like, done better
0: <laughs> of course man i mean especially yeah. having known what the course was before you did it probably just would have helped it at all right you know i mean
2: but, and i gotta watch people go through it to get an idea of like certain aspects of it but at the same time you know just actually being able to like tactfully like touch something and you know be able to go through it's uh you know is different
0: what was the person that got the gold medal like I have to ask who was this uh, He
2: was quiet, uh, but I talked to him afterwards, and he does these courses in uh, up the road up in Omaha. Uh, he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm I'm at a gym that has this kind of stuff like two or three times a week, and but. He, you know hey whatever
0: so whatever hey, it's all good i'm not talking i'm not talking smack on the gold medalist but all i'm gonna say is he's was training for it three times a week and all you do is work out in your garage with the lifting dead army bro so bro, that's want. what i'm talking about all you out there you can be ninja warrior champions <laughs> if you train with us
2: hell yeah and i signed up on wednesday like i, I didn't even yeah. know i was gonna do this i was like fucking i just took a chance it was yeah. something that was different something that i could try out And if I failed like miserably, I learned from that, but I didn't fail miserably, but I did learn quite a few things of what I need to work on. So yeah, boom. That's
0: all that matters, man. I love your attitude. You text me like two days in advance. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this on Friday. It's like Wednesday. Which one should I do? I'm like, Ninja Warrior, bro, all the way. That's what we do. Good for you. That's you're you're inspiring. Keep it up. We love you. Thank you. Adam Gorak from the future. How are we doing down there, sir?
1: Oh yeah, not bad. Still in lockdown for another week or so, maybe.
0: <laughs> I could, I mean, by the looks of your beard, I can tell it's going really well.
1: Oh, it's going good. like my hair,
0: so. dude. You—that's a good look for you, man. That's me.
1: Yeah, yeah um, they extended our lockdown for another week, but then like more cases has came up again, so it could be like another week or two again. <laughs> i've got no problem with that i'm enjoying that i'm like i'm really enjoying this downtime like i can still get like home workouts in so i was at home i've been doing that
0: do you need any home workouts from me bro you getting bored what's that if you need any home workouts or anything just uh send me a message bro yeah you playing lots of guitar yes always good man always be productive that's the best thing you could do during lockdown just don't sit around and watch netflix and get fat like the rest of the world you gotta represent the army down there bro
1: stay ah, exactly man. gotta keep myself busy
0: yeah and uh happy belated birthday to bond scott right did you did you stay? yeah yeah you didn't stay inside and uh do shots of jack daniels with mikey and ashley yesterday did you
1: <laughs> no
0: yeah? neither did i you guys rock Nice to have you back. Speaking of Mikey and Ashley, I feel like you haven't been on in a minute. So thanks for coming, man. How's everything going? You're the best. All right, 13, Black Sabbath. Adam Gorak, I know you got a lot to say about it because you saw this tour, motherfucker. Yes, I did. First of all, how was that show? And second of all, what do you think of the record? Okay, this is what we came here for. Anybody (laughs) that's not on Zoom right now, come on, you can show us. What is that, a picture book?
1: Yes. Well, so this is all. like a limited edition, uh, book that uh the people that went to like to the VIP meet and greet or soundcheck, which I went to. Of course. These are like very rare to get limited edition, uh, booklet, and it's got every fucking thing in there. Yeah.
0: All right come on, show, show it off, man. This is what, <laughs> it's what we do Zoom for. All you weak people listening over on audio, you got to get over here for the inside access.
1: Sorry, there's like light. Like, oh, I have to um, send off. pictures and gonna, send it to you.
0: Yeah, definitely take pictures, but they, those look sweet. You can tell yeah. they did a good job. And, um, yeah,
1: I actually still have the ticket in there as well. So. I was
0: before this doing some research. I was watching interviews with them. You know, after the tour and after the recording process, and uh, they all said that was like one of the most fun tours they ever did. Was the final tour, and it went like better than most of them. And they, uh, Iomi was really sad. He said afterwards, like he didn't, he didn't want Sabbath to end. I think it was like all the camps on the other side that wanted them to. So that, yeah, I was cool to hear.
1: I wish I, I, I thought it was great. I thought the whole band uh, sounded really good. Yeah. Man. Well, Ozzy sounded good, as always.
0: So Yeah, from all the video I've seen, and they do have a documentary called The End about it, if anybody wants to check it out. It's a fucking awesome documentary. Um, yeah, that's cool, dude. I'm jealous. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. There we go. <laughs> he was a I'll yeah. check. Well, maybe next week we'll cover the live album. This week we're going to cover the studio album, 13, that they toured for. In relation to the end, and what if you guys listened to it? Did you think of their final album? We've reached the end of an era. End of Black Sabbath studio albums. Return to Ozzy. Bill Ward's not involved, but we'll talk about that later. I can get derailed on. <laughs> Bill Ward's yeah, you will. <laughs> I will do. I will do that. Well, we'll save that for later. But uh, I know I'm. I'm not even going to bother to ask Mikey. I know you didn't listen to it. It's fine. We love you anyway what what did you two think of the final album of black sabbath and Gorak, Joe, go wanna... first.
2: oh i can go first i'm gonna yeah go... you can go first man oh boy well i'm gonna <laughs> probably come out with a fairly controversial uh opinion i think after having listened to all of black sabbath's studio albums right. and one live album i think the one thing. entirely about Black Sabbath that I do not like or do not really enjoy is Ozzy
0: okay I
2: don't really care for his vocals and I just think that like when it's there it just becomes really like turns it kind of mundane and like it just has this cadence that runs through all of it where it eventually just starts to drone and drone and drone for me and it really really takes me out of it so and I get really okay, cool. I don't want to be like
0: no I think I'll
2: crucified by Black Sabbath uh, you know, purists or anything like that for saying that I don't really care for Ozzy.
0: If the Black Sabbath purists want to crucify you, they're gonna to have to get through me first, bro. Here's
2: All right, cool. Yeah.
0: You're fine with <laughs> me. But that that very statement is not controversial because so many people love the Dio era like more than the Ozzy era for that reason like their vocals just resonate better it's a it's a bigger energy higher energy it's not it's a different band you know Black Sabbath with Ozzy and Black Sabbath with Dio or Ray Gillen or Tony Martin are completely different on all on all fronts so it's totally acceptable for those not to like Ozzy I just prefer the Ozzy era because I'm full of doom and gloom and I think that shit's cool like I, I do. I like that. I like the droning of it. I like how um, it's a completely different thing. Like, I, like I said, when those dudes come together, they have this sound that no one else has. Like if you listen to the first album, the second album, even the third album, Master of Reality, it starts to get more progressive on four, five, six, seven, whatever. But then like, if you listen to 13, it, it, it sounds like it, it fits in with that, which is, which is really cool. They didn't to depart. They didn't try to make like a radio-friendly album for the sake of it being their last album and last tour. It sounds like Black Sabbath should sound in 2013 if they continued on the path of the first three albums. And to me, that's fucking sweet.
2: I yeah, agreed. I I think it really did sound a lot like a lot of their uh, you know older stuff. And it's like they didn't, as a band, really like skip a beat. And like that that was that was cool. But at the same time, it just reminded me how much. Yeah, I didn't really necessarily care for that, that portion of it, but I do respect that uh, a lot.
0: Definitely, man. And I, and I think especially this being your first go round with the Black Sabbath discography. I mean, it's a journey for, for me listening to this. I'm like, wow, like how many times have I listened to like the whole thing, you know, in a cycle of doing this podcast or, or whatever. And uh, it, it takes a while, and it, it's a, it's a journey you go through. So every album, that, when we go back and listen to it again, because we are going to do this again, we're gonna, we're going <laughs> to keep cycling through this. But uh, after this one, we're going to take a take a little dive into the solo albums, which are fucking ridiculous, like Bill Ward solo albums and Keyser Butler solo albums and some live albums and stuff. They're crazy and and a ton of fun to get into. But we will cycle back through the studio discography, and you. Will notice, I think. Even if you don't like Sabbath, Mikey, you find stuff that you you appreciate more like the second, third, fourth time you listen to it. And you're like, wow, this is this is actually kind of sweet. Like Joe, I feel like you would like the Aussie era, like the later albums, a lot more like the second time you listen to them than the first, like Volume Four, Sabbath, Buddy Sabbath, and yeah. like more progressive, sort of upbeat kind of stuff rather than the doom stuff. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I- to- but and i'm
2: willing to go on that ride
0: you're the man i know you are that's blood that's right there what do you think Gorak? do you love it yeah it actually took okay. me a while to accept it me too man i didn't listen to it that's the one that's one story i think I, I i shared this on when this was just a solo cast of just me talking shit about black sabbath that was like two years ago so what was that 2018 this album came out in 2013. I did yeah. not listen to this album start to finish for five fucking years because I didn't. It took it
1: it took me a very long time too. Yeah. Because I remember hearing the first two tracks. And yeah. I'm like, well, this sounds really doomy. Like the the first track, the end of the beginning or whatever right. it is. Super doomy. It sounds like this on Black Sabbath, you know? Yeah. And yeah. You know, a bit of hand of doom in there. But it, it took me so long to accept it. But then maybe it yeah it probably took me like five listens to, <laughs> to actually like the whole album again.
0: Did like you? I would even
1: play it at work at the time. <laughs> so
0: well, is, man.
1: just to get used to like the whole thing. But I thought it was good. And to have Brad Wilk on drums, I thought that was a good choice. They could have picked anyone else, but they picked him surprisingly from reg against machine so. right
0: right which is awesome and you know bill ward would have been more awesome but they, <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't
1: that too it. but I,
0: wasn't that like because of money agreements or some shit like I that think it was it was that it was management and shit and it was the whole the, the whole run around thing but uh i understand why bill ward didn't tour with them you know he might not be in like i mean they played it Ozzy, uh, IOMI says in his book, and I know you saw the tour, man, like they play like a, almost a two-hour set every night. And if you're old and not in shape, I mean, you just can't do that shit. And I feel like Bill Ward was at that point. Like he just couldn't I, do that shit.
1: I thought it was funny when I had that press conference that they were reuniting for the that tour or whatever it was or before that tour. Yeah. And uh, um, Bill Ward was there. Then after that, he announced that he was leaving.
0: Is that when he announced that he wasn't doing it at the press conference? I didn't know that.
1: Well, he was at the press conference. And then after that, I think there was some disagreements afterwards. And so uh-huh. that he quit.
0: Amen. That's a shame, man. They've been kicking around Bill Ward since the beginning. And he just refuses. To, he, he, he trudges on. Huge Bill Ward supporters over here. But what makes this, what I guess maybe we should have started talking about this sooner, is what makes it more kind of fitting that it's doomy and dark and shit is this album was written and recorded over a two-year process when Iomi was diagnosed with lymphoma like pretty bad. So he was like literally dying of cancer putting all that into this album. And I think that comes through pretty, pretty clearly. Obviously he's okay now. He uh he he won, he beat lymphoma. Shout out to Iomi for beating lymphoma and not dying. We love you for that. Yeah respect, respect. That's the strong Italian blood. uh, (laughs) They they all wrote it together. Like it was, it was an agreement that they were going to reunite and do this. And uh, it was taking like longer than expected. I, like I said, I think it was a two, three year process because of I only having cancer and all that. And they were getting even pressure from the record company to like do it faster. And I think they told them to like go fuck themselves because this is our last album and we want to make sure it's what we want. And it's a, it's a dark, heavy metal record it kind of sounds like black sabbath like the the self-titled album part two in a way
1: yeah i'm kind of glad that they went through that direction because like you know they could have made a worse black sabbath album
0: there are worse but there are plenty worse Black Sabbath. yeah
1: like they could have made one even worse (laughs) yeah
0: they could have went in any direction their black sabbath goes in infinite directions so i'm glad they chose that one but i like you said i do have to say it is it's the album I listen to the least from Black Sabbath, not because I don't like it, but just because it kind of just makes me sad. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the the final one. But listening to it again, that like today, it it was really badass, and just like knowing all that went into it, it's just kind of a kind of a feat of strength for Sabbath. So I think it can be looked at as a positive thing too. And uh, if you listen to the songs, um, "Damaged Soul." If you make it to the very end of that, the end of that is the intro to the first Black Sabbath song from the first album. That bell toll with the thunder and lightning and stuff. It's really faint in the background, but they have that in there. And I never realized that before today. So there you go. Everybody out there is a little nugget of nectar.
2: So they created an infinite loop from last to first album. They did. They did we'll get an educated
0: <laughs> to us crazy kids would be doing this podcast about it they're in the future. <laughs> and there's their sorcerer, they're sorcerers, but um it was cool to read it from the you know the stories going on in between the devil you know from that's another thing that went into this album was they were all good friends with Dio too, and Dio died, so it was just like death, cancer, you know, relationships going crazy going into all this and Ozzy relapsed during the recording of this. I don't know if Ozzy ever really got clean, but they say he relapsed, which is, I mean, at this point, what was that? Almost 10 years ago. So he was in his like early mid sixties or whatever. I mean, to like start getting fucked up again, like on like hard drugs when you're, when you're recording music and stuff. I mean, that's pretty rock and roll. You have to say, yeah, I have to, I have to <laughs> give it to him. Like he, he he's living his truth. And uh, that it's a whole whole dark thing going going into this, which is crazy. But these the dudes walk the walk. They're definitely not they're definitely not fake, and that's why we love Sabbath, and that's why we love you guys. You know what I'm saying? Because you dig it here, boom. But yeah, so that's it. I'm glad you guys taking this journey with me. And uh, next week we'll we'll uh, I'll have to thumb through I'll have to thumb through what the archives of Sabbath. We'll talk about some weird shit. Anyway. <laughs> What else, you guys up to anything good?
1: Uh, not much, just doing pink sock. Um,
0: yeah. that's it, looking for guests like for it. pink stock. So, like we you got guys. a couple of guests coming up. We want to promote you guys. I said, I want to promote you guys. So, everybody out there that's listening, check out Gorak on pink sock, check out the Batman of Nebraska on your local Ninja Warrior court sometime very <laughs> soon. Yeah
2: i mean i want to do it again i mean i got open gym gym? Sessions. they've got open gym sessions there and i just really want to kind of go and uh do it like a little bit more so just to kind of really throw myself into it because it's a very specific kind of training that i've not really uh, you know forced myself or really gotten into it's just a different kind of movement and uh, body awareness, like going from a dead stop to all of a sudden figuring out how you have to like swing and then jump and grab. And I don't know, it was weird. Uh kind of really made me feel like a kid again.
1: Which just, is awesome. Like,
2: yeah. So definitely want to do it. And plus, you know, it just reminded me that I need to work on my short work because I could go out and run, you know, 10, 15 miles, really, no no major issues. But that for some reason, two and a half, three minute course, like I was gassed at the end. Like I was sucking air. It was wild. So
0: yeah, it's a whole different cardio system. All right. So that's what we can include in your next round of training. Give me some notes and we'll make it work, man. That's what we do. Yeah. But uh, sure that's a testament to the functional i mean i have so much fun working with you because you like to do all the crazy functional shit and one-arm pull-ups and all that sort of challenging stuff and like working like, on it the crossover that that has is pretty much infinite like you've never trained for anything like that before and you did really fucking well i mean you're maybe yeah. not going to get exceed excel like to like number one at first but yeah that has there's a ton of bang for your buck in the kind of training we do rather than just like lifting some weights or even just stretching or yoga or whatever like the functional stuff really makes your life better in many ways and you feel like a kid again at the ripe age of 55 just hell yeah right? <laughs> yeah it's so old i
2: just aged 15 years overnight overnight yeah that's what we,
0: all that black sabbath just all the doom just took him back it was like just like unchained took, man transformation just in his chair
2: took all of the punishment of all of the drugs that ozzy did and it's like combined it into my body for some reason somehow i don't and know that's boom. not how that works but
0: <laughs> that's what we'll say and that's why you look so good. So everybody that wants to know the secrets, you got to join the Lifting Dead Army for the secrets to join us on this podcast.
2: Lift heavy if shit.
0: I, I got to go uh, work an event now here in Pittsburgh. If anybody's ever heard of Black Forge Coffee, um, they're really like cool, heavy metal sort of coffee shop and they're based in Pittsburgh and uh, they're having like a little heavy metal parking lot flea market out here. So we're going to be set up. Day. Nice. Yeah, and it's going to be fun. So I got to go do that. Uh, I need to I wish to there and
1: hang out with you guys, man.
0: Yeah, man. We wish we wish could <laughs> be we here too. I want to I'll be down there soon, man. We'll look at that Black Sabbath book and uh, yeah, that's how I'll spend my Australian vacation just looking at that. Hopefully
1: yeah. when we get our shit together.
0: Yeah, man, it's fine. <laughs> we'll make it one day. Happy birthday, Bond Scott. Love all of you. Fist bump it. I was
1: those pictures letter on. Boom, boom. Mate.